0: 444 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO And we are continuing to talk with Mr. Paul Tenhaken. He is the founder and former CEO of ClickRing, where most of you may know him from. He's also running for Sioux Falls mayor. A little-known a little fact, you're running for marketing
1: Sioux Marketing has been is what I, how I'm introducing myself <laughs> now. <so laughs> Washed-up marketer yeah, yeah, washed turned up politician.
0: Well, that's where most people end up <laughs> is in politics. Um, I, I have to I ask everybody about this. Uh, transportation, I'm a, I'm a transportation geek. Um, does the city have an adequate mass transportation system? Um, no. What should we do? Next question. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's no answer, you know
1: right? that's a hard one. Because we live in a city where you can go to Minnesota Avenue at seven thirty, and you can see every car with one person in it going past all day long. And we mm-hmm. we are not getting people to park in parking ramps has been a challenge. It still is a challenge. So getting this this part of the country to shift to a mass transit mentality is hard. So. No, we can do better with that. We can probably do better with paratransit and figuring out the, you know, the city subsidizes a large portion of paratransit and how can we make paratransit more um, economically feasible. It's a very necessary service, um, but it it takes a lot of money. And the third thing, you know, I know it's very near and dear to your heart. I think we could do a lot better with with cyclists in our city and having dedicated bike lanes and main roads and and you can see what it does in cities like Portland and Seattle and mm-hmm. when they have dedic what it does to crashes what it does to things like that to encourage more uh, creative ways to get to work and i can't believe you biked today to work i did you told me you did your <laughs> nut job because it's like 50 miles an hour out there but it's not good yeah. i'm not gonna
0: lie to you yeah. but i have some uh, uh a group of certified uh instructors with the american league of bicyclists that probably want to get your ear on that one um yeah i do think that uh but also there. Sometimes the issue with transit is that paratransit and the fixed system get tied together. Mm -hmm. And they have different issues and different challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, How should we, to me, the paratransit system, yes, it's a necessity. Transportation in any uh, assessment of needs in this community is either one or two, every time. And we had uh, uh, the owner of Metro Cabs on here yesterday. We were talking about Lyft. There are people with his cab that he gives rides to work to. Every day. Hmm, hmm. That's not economical. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good, f- it's good for him. He gives them a rate. It's a contract. But there wow. are kids he takes to school every day. Wow. So there must be, mm-hmm. it, it's, transportation is draining the pocketbooks of the working class. Mm-hmm. So what do you do?
1: Well, and I, I, there's, there's a solution there because another big challenge that we've talked about for many years, and I'm going to be very bullish on, is affordable housing, and it's the buzzword of the last decade, mm-hmm. but we've got to get serious about it, and uh, some of those affordable housing developments are going to have to be out of the core, and when they're out of the core on the west side or north side, south side, we've got to get transportation as well mm-hmm. and have a public transportation system that allows us to tie in with these affordable housing developments. Um, and so I think there's an A equals B equals C solution that can fix maybe two or three problems together with transit, with affordable housing, um, you know, kind of tied together in some ways.
0: Uh, and the, the transit planners will tell you that one of the, the disadvantages we have is that we get nothing from the state of South Dakota. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. is there, because they funnel all the federal funds, is there some way to go out there and like. bust some skulls and, like, get them to realize that transportation is an important thing to the state of South Dakota as well as, you know, some guy living in Sioux Falls?
1: Yeah, I think if we can make a strong case that shows improved public transportation will help with uh, improved workforce, improved quality of life, Uh, it it will reduce um, absentee days for worker, things that will show that it will actually Mm -hmm. make Sioux Falls a better city, and here is statistical information that proves such. Um, that's what you need not just say this really sucks can we yeah. get some more money <laughs> can we, we have, have some data to, to back this up you'll have to look into
0: this it. you'll have to look into this if you if you win but there was a point at which we the city was spending more money to get funding through medicaid for paratransit than we were getting from medicaid wow from yeah these are the weirdness of the transportation mm. system is so odd mm. but we have to move on from that um, Let's talk a moment. Uh, you, as we both know, one of the big issues that people
1: bring up all the time is crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have a crime problem? You know, uh, I've had some great discussions with the PD. Chief Burns did a ride-along last week with the cops and um, we're going to do another overnight here soon. And the rate at which our crime is growing is not being outpaced by our population growth. And I, Say I, that again. <laughs> the rate at which our crime is growing is not being outpaced by our population growth. And so... Perception is reality, but but we are we're a bigger city. Our city is growing. We're getting more people, and yeah, robberies are going to increase, and you know um, some of these these petty crimes will increase. Do I think we have a crime problem? No, but do I think we have a drug problem? Yes, and specifically, do I think we have a meth problem? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I want to make Sioux Falls into a community where. These meth distributors, these meth dealers, even people doing meth, say not in Sioux Falls because those guys are tough on meth. It's an impossible place to be successful with the meth trade there. So we got to get tougher on meth specifically. How do you eat the elephant? You know, one bite at a time. The first bite we got to take is this meth bite.
0: Treatment for meth addiction is very, very difficult as well. And the city, you know, that that would... What can we do? I mean, there's just not that many places you can get treated. It takes a long time. From, I'm not an expert, but that's what I understand. Mm-hmm. To be effective at it, mm-hmm. it takes years sometimes. Mm-hmm.
1: I, uh, when I talk with uh, the Homeless Advisory Board, for instance, and I said, if you had a magic wand, what's one thing you would do it, would ask for? And they said, more mental health and treatment options mm-hmm. for people. That's the problem we have. with is, is There's mental health issues mm-hmm. and there's addiction issues, mm-hmm. and we don't have the adequate resources to treat those. So how do we come up with those? Um, I think we got to look at more you know, public-private partnerships with some of these facilities that already exist, providing mm-hmm. services like Southeastern and, and Carroll Institute and others, and say how can we come alongside them and, and recognize that this problem is growing and work closer with them to, to provide more help to the people who need it.
0: Do we have a road problem? Do we have bad roads in Sioux Falls?
1: You know, roads, people want to talk about as well. And infrastructure and roads is one of the biggest parts of our budget. And uh, personally, I've always thought Sioux Falls does a really great job with roads. I think Sioux Falls does a good job of um, doing what needs to be done and no more. So, uh, yeah, is there some, some patchwork that's done here and there that we need to improve on? Yes. But when you think of the wear and tear that South Dakota roads get, um i think we have we have pretty great infrastructure and road system uh, all factors considered does that mean we're going to ignore roads or that i'm going to ignore roads no it's still going to be a, a huge focus you know for the it's for, still expensive it's still expensive it's still one of the biggest parts of the budget so yeah well we keep doing a great job with roads absolutely but am i going to be the guy that's going to campaign about roads no i'm not
0: um speaking of the budget sales tax growth has been flat written mm-hmm. one two percent these days we used to be at five and six and seven all the glory days mm-hmm. um a lot of that's ag economy it's not all ag economy what do we do how do we readjust our priorities to deal with financial reality
1: yeah great question so i'm i'm dutch so we need a dutch mayor that's the first thing we need <laughs> okay uh, short arms and deep pockets so i'll be nice and tight. <laughs> that's it i'm kidding of it's course but <laughs> it's a dutch joke um you know, yeah, the the negative sales tax growth, flat or potentially even negative this year, is a very real issue. And so what that's going to require, I think, is every mayor that, that steps in, any mayor that steps in in April or May 15 actually is going to inherit this problem. I think the key is what sort of leader is going to be best equipped to handle that problem? What sort of leader has managed multi-million dollar budgets and has dealt with these sorts of issues at scale before? I think when you look across the the current mayoral field, I mean, there's probably only a couple that rise to the top that have had that level of executive experience to to deal with those. Um, tourism's big. We got to continue to look to bring in mm-hmm. large events, uh, large tourist events. Uh, Pheasant, Fest, pheasants forever coming here, huge, huge mm-hmm. win. We got to continue to use the flat floor space which we sold. The event center, its current location, on, mm-hmm. it was a big selling point of why we did it there. we got to continue to look at what are these large events that we can bring here that will help boost our sales tax revenue and bring millions of dollars in, in into the city.
0: At some measure, there's nothing you can do. You're at the whims of the uh, ups and downs of the national economy and the ag economy. So you just have to deal with it. Right. And you, you just you are, cut.
1: Well, and that's the, that's the, to my point about you needing the right sort of leader, you're going to have some challenges in front of you in the next 48 years that are going to take a leader that will say, Hey, I know this is going to hurt for you. And I know this is going to hurt for you, but let's, let's lock arms here and mm-hmm. figure this out and do it in a way that where we build some consensus and say, this is best for Sioux Falls. It's going to hurt us all a little, but it's the right thing we have to do based on the market conditions.
0: Paul Tenhaken, he is a candidate for Sioux Falls Mayor. The election is in April. The first round is April 10th. The runoff would be May 1st. Paul, thanks for coming in today.
1: Yeah, my pleasure, man. Have a good bike ride home.
0: Thanks. It'll be fun. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO.
1: You keep putting out cash for the latest gadgets. That adds up fast.